I spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around. And now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to part two here on The Dave Kittle Show with Marty Howard, one of our uh, board members here at Fieldmaker Group. He's also with 40 on Partners. Marty, on the first part, the part one, you were on our podcast, we were speaking a little bit more about suggestions and advice for potential sellers, giving them a little bit more nuanced advice and and suggestions. In this episode, what are we talking about? Well, we're going to talk about preparing for sale, what to do before you let anyone know that your your business is for sale, and potential pitfalls or or ways to, to rescue transactions or conversations that are going in the wrong direction, mistakes to avoid, that sort of thing. Right. So you would mention in the pre-interview, one of the components was if a a potential buyer is going to ask a seller for the first wave of information or the first couple uh, documents, typically standard documents. For example, for us, we're asking for the last three years of their tax returns and P&L and balance sheet and income statement. And in the pre-interview, you were mentioning like if the potential seller is not able to produce and, and send over some of those standard documents that the potential buyer might get a little scared off, right? They might think that, okay, if, if they're not able to produce and, and hand over some of the standard documents, then it's probably going to be a challenge to go in deeper, right? So that was one consideration. Yeah, I think it's important for sellers, uh, actually for both sides, for potential buyers too, but for sellers to understand the buyer's position and the the caution and the nervousness and sellers have typically, uh, you know, dedicated their lives and and commitment and passion to building and growing and operating these businesses, which are now attractive enough to be on the market. And one of the things we advise a seller is, you know, don't get off on the wrong foot because, you know, buyers are always uh, worried that something may not be what it seems, or you know, they're 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 very cautious, uh, even though they tend to be excited. So, having worked for many many sellers, there's always an initial set of requests, as as Dave described them. You know, P and Ls, balance sheets, tax returns, those kinds of things. It's worth spending some time to get those ready, and if it's possible to have an advisor uh, working with you, someone who's been through this before, to help prepare. For example, if there's going to be an initial request for documents and to use the uh, the Disney expression, everything speaks, the ability to hand over at least a bunch of those things, the bulk of them and say, yeah, here's my last. Sure, I can get you that in the next couple of days. I can you know, send it over in PDFs or Overnight Express or email or whatever it is, but I have all those materials for you, all the bulk of them, that gives the sellers, the buyers confidence. Uh, Oh, these folks are organized. They know how to run a business. uh, They know what they're doing. Where the response, gee, you know, I don't don't know how it's going to take me a while. I have to pull that material together, may give a buyer pause and say, well, I don't know whether or not this person is up to speed and whether I can then trust, you know, if that data isn't available, 
easily, then how do I know what I'm going to get is correct? And it raises red flags. And again, that's why, especially for folks who haven't been this before, getting some advice from appropriate folks well in advance of announcing or making yourself available is something I'd strongly recommend. Got it. And when you mention advisors, are you specifically talking about a broker, a business, uh, a business broker, or an M and A advisor that's not a broker? Do they typically take a similar percentage of the purchase price? Um, what are some of the options out there for sellers in terms of having someone in their corner? And whether it's internally or in some cases, if they've never done it before, it might be someone externally that's not in the business already. So then it might be a broker or it could be some other third party. Yeah, I, I think there are there are multiple options. And what's the best option depends a lot on how knowledgeable, experienced, sophisticated and for folks who have been through this several times or have been on either side of a, a transaction, they probably have some sense and, and can negotiate or get away with a less expensive option. But in terms of value, I would recommend for, again, for a new seller or someone who's not familiar with the space, it's worth spending a little more. The likelihood of attracting everything from attracting multiple buyers to negotiating better terms and pricing is the difference in price between a truly seasoned and capable advisor versus someone less so is, is you know it's a small price to pay and it's more than uh, more than pays for itself in terms of different pricing models uh yeah they everything from hourly rates to fixed prices to percentage of sales all are available i don't know that any one is superior to the other but you should know that there are those options to choose from and obviously on, on the one hand a percentage of the deal can mean a significant amount of money, but it also means that that person has some uh, skin in the game, as it were. And the higher the price, the better for them, as opposed to a fixed fee where, you know, regardless of the outcome, the dollar amount they make is the same. But those are, I think, the individual you'll be working with and feel just as you're hiring an employee or a consultant or advisor for any other function, the most important thing is someone who you feel that you can trust, work with, and communicate effectively with. Got it. Awesome. Let's next talk about salvaging a deal. So we've been in a situation where sometimes there's a loss of context or or a lack of communication if it's more through email. And what I've learned is like, hey, just get on the phone with that potential seller as much as possible. Or if they have a broker, have three-way conversations or Zoom calls with the broker and just kind of keep everything, just keep everything open. And that seems to be the, the best approach in terms of moving something along in terms of a progress and, and speed that the potential seller is looking for in terms of like their comfortability with the speed of like the next several steps. What are yep. your thoughts on salvaging a deal, whether it's a lack of communication, is it a lack of experience from the potential seller? If there is a deal that's kind of falling through, uh, what are some things around that? What are some ways to salvage it? Or is that even possible? Yeah, it, it is possible. And I think primary, the, the core reason why most problems occur during transactions, during the conversation is people are speaking different languages, right? The entrepreneur, the builder, the operator of a company is not thinking about things the same way that someone looking to an acquire to acquire a company is. They speak different languages, uh, come from different worlds, often 
And so you mentioned communication, which is absolutely key. And early, you know, prevention is worth a pound of cure right now. It's a prevention. So if you get the sense that a conversation just didn't go well or questioning the tone of an email, my advice would be because these things are highly emotional as well as uh, factual and, and spreadsheet related deal with it immediately. If something seems off, someone seems they didn't hear what you said or what was important to you, or there's an email where the tone seems to be confusingly or perhaps hostile or questioning, pick up the phone, deal with it immediately because it's always going to go downhill. If it's not addressed, again, these are emotional as well as, as well as tactical issues for everyone involved. So early communication, continued communication and open. Folks who are experienced in this space know that things can happen bad. So an early phone call that says, hey, are we miscommunicating? You know, I thought I made it clear here and and that doesn't seem to be resonating. Or am I missing something? Is there something you're not getting from me that that you think you should? Because, you know, have that open conversation again, much, much better. And you're likely to resolve or get back on the right track as opposed to waiting and, and, and hoping that you just you know, gee, I must be wrong here. Everything. I hope it's okay, even though it doesn't seem to be. Trust your trust your instincts on the communication parts. And if anything is even slightly a kil- a kilter, then deal with it immediately. And I think that's the the single biggest piece of advice I can give when something is going wrong. It usually stems from that not understanding, not communicating, and that's usually repairable. Awesome. Final minute here. Any just uh, final considerations for this episode? We'll definitely have you back on for uh, long, long form uh, conversations about various topics within acquisitions and you know buying and selling and merging healthcare practices and businesses. But um, in terms of the last minute here, anything as a, a recap, just to close out. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that. And look forward to further conversation. I think, no, there it is a recap. This is a difficult process for everyone involved. Get some help. It really is important to understand and that you're comfortable knowing what the process is going to be like, what the the other folks, what the potential buyers are thinking, how they are looking at stuff, what their language is. Knowing all of that will um, save a lot of work in the long run because you won't have to redo things or be surprised by enormous requests. So preparation is key. Getting sound advice is key. And then open communications. and um, those things, I mean, the deal may or may not be consummated, but it won't be an unpleasant experience if, if you focus on those areas. Awesome, Marty. Thank you so much for your time again. This is Marty Howard here with 40 Home Partners as part of our, uh, our board, as an industry expert on our board with the Fieldmaker Group. I'm Dave Kittle. This is the Dave Kittle Show. Go ahead and check us out. Rate, review, and subscribe, especially on YouTube. We currently do not have a schedule of which days per week we might be uploading and publishing videos to YouTube. So hit the notification bell, ring the bell and subscribe to the channel. So that way you'll get notified of future episodes. And if you're a practice owner, a business owner in healthcare, uh, we intend to continue to put out more valuable content to help your potential exit or merger or whatever, you know, your succession plan, your exit strategy. We're going to have content and videos and interviews around all of that to help you guys out. And we are currently speaking with practice owners in the New York City and New York, New Jersey area. So if you kind of fit within that, you can definitely reach out to us. Marty, in terms of the audience reaching out to you directly, what's a good place for them to find you on the internet? 
Probably the best place is LinkedIn, and it's Martin Howard, M-A-R-T-I-N. And if you just search for that name, if there are multiples, uh, Fortium, F-O-R-T-I-U-M, or CIO, Chief Information Officer, will uh, get you to, uh, to my LinkedIn page. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time, Marty. Thank you, Dave. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me. Shoot me an email at dave at conciergepainrelief.com. That's D-A-V-E at C-O-N-C-I-E-R-G-E, painrelief.com or You can call me at any time, 646-781-8884.